Hello, and welcome to episode 35 of the Dose of Joy podcast. I'm your host, Joy Huber, and I'm a stage four young adult lymphoma cancer survivor. As someone who's been there through a cancer diagnosis, years of chemotherapy, and side effects, including total hair loss, I'm here to guide you and your loved ones through cancer. Thanks for listening to this podcast, and thank you for sharing this podcast with others you know who are also facing cancer. Today, June 5th, is the 35th annual National Cancer Survivors Day. Their website for National Cancer Survivors Day is ncsd.org, and I'll share that on the Dose of Joy podcast Facebook page, too. They state National Cancer Survivors Day is a celebration for those who have survived an inspiration for those recently diagnosed, a gathering of support for families, and an outreach to the community. They define a survivor as anyone living with a history of cancer from the moment of diagnosis through the remainder of life. If you've just been diagnosed with cancer, you're a survivor. If you've been in remission for 20 years, you're a survivor. If you're an adult who had cancer as a child, you're a survivor. If you're living with cancer as a chronic disease, you're a survivor. If you're currently in active treatment for cancer, you're a survivor. If you've beaten cancer and been declared cancer-free, you're a survivor. I love how they put that. Whether you're in treatment, just diagnosed, or have been in remission for 20 years, you're a cancer survivor. I'd like to share with you from this website lessons from a 10-year breast cancer survivor to those newly diagnosed. And this is a National Cancer Survivors Day guest blog post by Melanie Young. You've just been diagnosed with cancer, and you are numb and scared. Your world just turned upside down. Let me help you set it right. I am a 10-year breast cancer survivor, diagnosed August 6, 2009. I was in your shoes, shocked, freaked, and little ashamed that I'd allowed my health to get away from me. I was a control freak in so many parts of my life, Yet my world now felt out of control. Here are a few things I want you to know. 
a cancer diagnosis is not just about managing a disease. It's about managing your life better and improving your overall well-being. You have been given another chance to live the best life you can. How you do this is your choice. Choose wisely. You don't want to make a return trip to cancer land once treatment ends, if you can help it. Never underestimate the importance diet has on your long-term health. I am a food and wine professional. Eating, traveling, and sharing the pleasures of the palate is my business. When I was diagnosed with early-stage breast cancer, I worried that my chosen profession could have been a contributing factor to my cancer diagnosis. My cancer diagnosis changed my relationship with food. Before cancer, I used to live to eat well. Now, as a survivor, I eat to live well. Food became important, still delicious nourishment, a fuel to protect my body throughout treatment. Investing in good food is far better than incurring the costs of getting sick. Consider a healthy diet as an insurance policy against getting sick. I still eat well. But I choose my foods more carefully and eat more mindfully. It's not about doing without; it's about redoing how you approach eating and improving the quality of ingredients you consume. I edited my diet and reduced my intake of foods that I knew were not in the best interest of my health, such as meat, pork. Processed foods, dairy, and refined sugars, and I added in more foods that were beneficial, such as fresh vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, and healthy oils. Movement and exercise is critical to your health. The benefits of exercise are numerous. During my cancer treatment, I took regular walks, which helped me stay mentally focused and energetic as I struggled with chemo brain and neuropathy. Besides boosting your metabolism and supporting a healthy heart, body strength, and flexibility, a regular exercise regimen can also help you manage your weight. This is essential for staying healthy, since being overweight is a contributing factor to disease. The day you were diagnosed will become a milestone marker in your life that you did not expect. This can happen to anyone who experiences something traumatic. Over time, your feelings may change or may not. If someone tells you to move past the experience, remember it's your choice and your story, not theirs. Own up to what you stand for and how you want this day to look for you.
Some say the day you were diagnosed is the day you become a survivor. I also feel it's the day you become an advocate for better health. You can't help but want to make changes for yourself and for others. Just be sensitive. Your journey and passion about improving the world for people facing cancer may not be someone else's. There may be unexpected emotional triggers after treatment ends. My heart skips a beat and I feel dizzy when I hear that someone has had a recurrence or is diagnosed with cancer or dies from the disease. It's a normal reaction for individuals who experience something traumatic in their lives. If it becomes something more difficult to manage, seek help. It's okay to acknowledge that you need help. I didn't do this and wish I had. Throughout your life, people will say the strangest things to you about cancer that may seem downright insensitive. Don't take it personally. Sometimes people have no idea what to say or may feel awkward and blurt out something that just does not resonate. Listen to your inner voice and not someone else's comments. Some survivors may say having cancer was a gift, a health reawakening. My response is, please don't re-gift that one to me. I consider cancer a bad bump in the road of life that I manage to navigate, and I manage to come out relatively intact. But there were some cherished gifts that came my way during the journey. One was meeting amazing women throughout the world who have been touched by breast cancer whom I may never have known. Many have become friends. Another gift was learning to cook and enjoy making fresh meals at home for the first time in my life. The biggest gift is time to live my life, preferably on my terms, and to make a difference. Others don't have the choice. I never take it for granted. I am still here. And hopefully, you will be as well, traveling in my shoes as a healthy survivor 10 years later. And remember, that story I've just shared was a guest blog post on the ncsd.org website. Here's her bio. A 10-year breast cancer survivor, Melanie Young is the author of Getting Things Off My Chest, a survivor's guide to staying fearless and fabulous in the face of breast cancer and Fearless Fabulous You, Lessons on Living Life on Your Terms, Cedar Fort, Plain Sight. A certified holistic health coach, she hosts the weekly national radio show, Fearless Fabulous You, found on W4WN, the Women for Women radio network, and iHeart Radio. Find Melanie at Melanie Young 
Com. Great lessons. Which was your favorite? I'd also like to share a few stories from the book Chicken Soup for the Cancer Survivor Soul. There's 101 healing stories about those who have survived cancer in this book. I'll just share a few I've chosen. The first one is called The Power to Choose. When one door of happiness closes, another opens, but often we look so long at the closed door that we do not see the one which has opened for us. That's a quote from Helen Keller. I always feel good when I'm in Angela Pasadomo Trafford's office, and hopefully I didn't butcher her name. I feel validated, nurtured, and somehow better about myself. On this occasion, I was there to talk about the workshop she was co-facilitating that month with well-known author and surgeon Bernie Siegel, M.D., When I asked how she chose the title of the workshop, The Power to Choose, Angela explained, Most people are paralyzed in their ability to make a decision and in their ability to choose. They are paralyzed with their conditioning of the past and with the guilt and shame of the past. Angela speaks from personal experience. As told in her book, The Heroic Path, she recalled to me the low point of her life that led her to Bernie's book. She hit rock bottom after finding out on the same day that she lost custody of her children and that she had cancer. I fell on my knees and let go of my life to God. I asked God to take my life and show me how to live, because I realized that I did not know how. Afterward, I found myself just wandering through the public library. I didn't even know what I was doing there. The librarian came up to me. I didn't even know her, and she had Bernie Siegel's book, Love, Medicine, and Miracles, in her hand. She asked me if I had read it. When I shook my head no, she said, well, you should. That was the beginning of what I referred to often as a divine path, how one thing leads to another and puts you in touch with the idea that there is a plan for your life. Getting in touch with that connection to a higher intelligence inside each and every one of us. That's what healing and life are all about. My divine plan continued unfolding when I took Bernie Siegel's book home and found this eminent surgeon saying things that I had felt all my life. He had put forth this whole philosophy of taking charge of your life and taking charge of your health, and being responsible for your feelings, and going within to heal. I began waking up early in the morning and giving thanks for the gift of life. 
I realized that even though everything had been taken from me, I still had this amazing awareness that life itself is a great gift, and I felt tremendous gratitude for that gift. I would ride my bike and then go home and do the meditation and visualization exercises outlined in the book. One day, a visualization came forth from a creative source. I visualized these little birds eating golden crumbs. The little birds were the immune system cells and the golden crumbs the cancer cells. I followed this visualization by imagining a white light coming through the top of my head, flowing through my body, healing me. During the three weeks before my scheduled surgical biopsy, I continued meditating each morning after my bike ride until one morning, all of a sudden, I felt this tremendous, powerful white light coursing through my body. I was alarmed, and my rational mind screamed in all its conditioning of fear and mistrust. Get out, get out, you're having a heart attack. Stop the experience. But I chose to let go and allow my being to become one with the beautiful light, that powerful energy. Afterward, I just slumped over on the couch, and for the first time in my life, I had no thoughts at all. Just this tremendous feeling of peace, and I knew something wonderful had happened to me. My next visit to the doctors confirmed what I already knew. The cancer had disappeared. This experience changed my life. I began a mission to share my experience with others facing the illness of cancer. Lots has happened since then. I acquired the custody of my children, opened my business, self-healing, and wrote my first book, The Heroic Path, describing my journey from cancer to self-healing. I believe this is a time in our world that people are awakening to the possibility of more joy in our lives. The universe offers us endless opportunities to let go of the fear and the guilt and the shame and the anger, all the repressed issues of the past. Health is a choice. We choose to be healthy. We choose joy. We choose happiness. These are all choices that we make when we have the power to choose. But in order to feel that power, we have to learn what it means to love ourselves and be empowered as individuals. And I have discovered how to do that in day-to-day life. That story comes from Sharon Bruckman. We're going to make this a two-part episode with more stories coming up when you tune in again next week. With that, I wrap up today's episode of Dose of Joy. Remember, you can email the show at doseofjoy.com 
podcast at hotmail.com. Email and tell me what you did to celebrate National Cancer Survivors Day or to remember a loved one by honoring them. Also, like the Dose of Joy podcast Facebook page to plug into the regular post where specific links to resources highlighted in the show are shared. Until next time, I leave you with my heartfelt wish for a joy-filled life. I'm gonna laugh and I'm gonna cry